Welcome to the Rishi Mishra Podcast. I'm your host, Rishi, and today it is Friday, December 15th, 2023. I want to thank all of you for listening, taking time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast, whether you are driving, doing your laundry, uh, washing dishes, or just, uh, you know, at work. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, today's topic is going to be about stocks and investments. I'm not sure which one you want to call it, but basically uh, the stock market. So the stock market uh, is something that uh, everyone probably knows about because your 401k is uh, heavily tied to the stock market. For those of you uh, that have 401ks, which is most of us because pensions are long a thing of the past for most people. Uh, stock market uh, has a couple uh, things about it that I'm just going to go through real quick, get, get some background on it. So you got the stock market, which is made up of a bunch of different companies that are uh, publicly listed and you can buy shares of these companies. And there are big companies and small companies and companies that are just barely even starting that don't even have, make any money, but they are out there. And uh, the stock market is mainly uh, seen as a way to invest money uh, into it to take a small amount of money and effectively double it over a seven-year period. So every seven years, the expectation is that you will double your money. And that's how you make money is you you are having this investment into something that is making money while you are not actually having to do anything. It's great. Um, does it always work out that you make money? No, but um, that's kind of the gist of the stock market. It's got uh, a couple major indices. And so the indices are uh, a com compilation of different stocks that make up that, that are, these are determined as like stable, uh, generally well-represented stocks. Uh, and they, they make up different indices. So you got the Dow Jones Industrial, which comprises of 30 different companies. And you have the NASDAQ uh, 100, and then you have the S&P 500. Um, S&P 500 obviously has 500 companies. NASDAQ 100 has 100. And Dow Jones Industrial has 30 different companies within it. You also have the Russell 2K, which is for small cap stocks. So the other three that I mentioned earlier are for large cap stocks, which are basically larger corporations, corporations that have a higher uh, capital value, like market capitalization, than than uh, a small cap stock would, which is, has a smaller market capitalization. Um, so we're, we're talking like in the hundreds of millions for small cap stock. Um, so you have the Russell 2K and there's 2,000 small cap stock companies in the Russell 2K, a lot more companies because there's a lot of smaller companies out there. Uh, but these indices are some of the major ones. You also look at um, your commodities that exist. So there's a lot of commodities that get filed Oil is a huge one. A lot of people follow oil. And um, there's also the, the treasury rates uh, that get followed as well. So those are some of the major indices that you'll see listed whenever you're looking at stocks or stock market type things is comparisons to those type of things or just how stocks are doing relative to those indices. Um, that's the gist of the general, like how the stock market works on a basic Relevable. Uh, with the 401ks, a lot of times people are left with, hey, uh, here's some mutual funds uh, that you can invest in, and that's your only option. 
and mutual funds are very conservative. They consist of a conglomeration of, of different stocks that are picked that generally tend to slowly go up and your risk is very limited. Um, your reward is also very limited. In that case, uh, risk and reward are related, obviously, as they are in most everything. And uh, so, but there are certain instances uh, where if you have like fidelity, fidelity as your um, 401k, they, they allow, certain companies allow like this uh, brokerage uh, type of account where you can actually in your 401k trade specific stocks uh, and that allows you to then manage your own 401k it allows you to choose those stocks that you want take a little more risk and potentially get a little more reward and with the 401k since uh short of getting a having a penalty for taking money out early uh which is a significant there's a significant penalty to that um it's over i think it's what like 60 something percent or is it 33 percent it's the vice versa but it's a significant penalty to take that money out uh so it's one of those things you're building for the long term for 20 30 40 years and uh so honestly it's one of those things where i think it makes sense to take risk because you have more time to make that up um and so that's that's the that's kind of the gist of mutual funds and 401ks and you have your individual stocks and you can trade individual stocks on any number of any number of exchanges uh you could do that on fidelity charles schwab uh robin hood you could do it on there's so many other platforms i'm just i'm not gonna be able to name all of them uh i know there, there, there's a ton of them that exist out there. They all offer some sort of entry bonus for you to sign up and, and be on them. And, uh, you know, there's different pros and cons to each one. Each one has a different user interface, different features, different fees um, that could potentially exist. And so there's different differences to each one. And I'm not going to go over that in this podcast uh, today, but uh, they all exist out there. And you can invest in individual stocks with your own money that's just post-tax money that you're going to be investing in or investing with, I should say. So this is after your taxes have been taken out of your income. This is your money, the income that you make, and then you can invest that money into stocks. And it's, it's also a great way to make more money. And, uh, you know, one of the things that when you invest in individual stocks, it's a couple of things. One, you have to believe in the stock. If you don't believe in the stock, you should not be investing in it. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it does not set up well for you when something happens, when an event happens, whether it's good or bad, uh, that you, if you don't believe in the stock, you're not going to be able to make the appropriate decision. You're going to have some sort of bias against the stock uh, in one way or another that's going to lead to a poor decision. So one, believe in the stock that you're investing in. Um, don't just blindly invest. It's, um, it can lead to disastrous results. You could get lucky, but uh, most of the times that usually is not the case um, if you're just randomly picking stocks. Um, it does require some level of knowledge. There, there are plenty of stocks out there that don't do well, and uh, there's a lot of people that get burned and who then therefore don't like the stock market. Uh, thing is, though, you're going to fail sometimes. It's never going to be 100% success. If you're that good, you should go to Vegas or you should go to horse track and just bet on that stuff if you think you're going to win 100% of the time because you're not. 
Um, and so sometimes you just have to be able to pick multiple different stocks that you think you like, or, you know, for me, I, there is one stock that I know I like, and I am, uh, very heavily on it because I've done, I mean, hours and hours and hours of research. I mean, more hours of research than, than most other people would even do in a year or two's worth of time, just even probably at their job. Like I've, I've done a ridiculous amount of research. So, um, I know the ins and outs of a lot of this stuff and I know that it takes time as well. So that's one of the things it's like, you can have the option. I say it takes time. You have the option of being a long-term trader, a short-term trader or a day trader. And I say a short-term and day trader are different in the sense that a day trader is someone who is literally every day looking to make a trade and then either same day or next day, uh, sell that trade to make some small amount of money and keep doing that over and over again on a daily basis. And sometimes you lose money with that. You don't always make money. And so there's the risk there is that you might lose more money than you make. And ultimately what you need it to happen is for it to balance out in the positive factor for you. It's very difficult to do, very difficult to predict stocks on a daily basis, especially because any number of, of events could impact the entire stock market on a given day. Then you have uh, short-term traders. And what I consider short-term traders is somebody who's investing for less than a year, but obviously more than a day. And I, I would say more than a week. If you're investing in a stock and then you know, you're expecting it to go up and it goes up after a three-month period and then you sell. Or it goes up after a six-month period and then you sell. That's a short-term trader. And honestly, a lot of these people are successful. Um, there's a lot of different events that happen. And if you're able to predict what these events are, uh, at the right time, uh, you can make a good amount of money and you can move on to the next one. Uh, in this day and age of the stock market, it is very much uh, like technology, like social media, like how all of the things that we expect are. It is fast paced. It is quick. And you go from one thing to another very quickly. Uh, so that's short term trading. And then there's long term trading, which is stuff that you're expecting. Hey, I'm going to put this in. And I know this company is going to be great over the next four or five years. And at the end of it, I'll reap my rewards. So for one of those, that could, an example of that, uh, from both a short-term and a long-term trading perspective, Tesla is a great stock example of that. If you had put money in four years ago and you took it out now, you would be making money. And then same thing with short-term investing. There are certain periods where they do better than others. And you just see this huge spurt especially with a lot of these growth companies uh, where you can make a lot of money that way too. Um, long ter other long-term companies that people invest in are Apple. Apple's uh, continuously just going up uh, because it continuously provides uh, good products to consumers and people will buy them. Once you have yourself in that ecosystem, you find yourself hard to get out of that ecosystem of Apple. And so therefore they have a continuous stream of people and they are constantly adding new products uh, to their their repertoire to be able to sell to people. So um, long-term investments uh, definitely exist. A lot of big name companies. You can also get a lot of short, uh, small, small cap companies that you think are long-term. And again, it's one of those things where like, look it up, do the research and know what it is that you like. Invest in stuff that maybe... Uh, what, what they say, what a lot of people will tell you is to diversify, uh, to get a bunch of different stocks in different industries so you don't get burned if one industry does bad or if something bad happens to a specific industry, like a, a, a bill or a, you know, a news event happens to one industry, you're not completely impacted by that because you can have the 
you can you can fall back on the other six, seven, nine, ten, whatever, however many stocks you have otherwise that are not part of that industry. Um, so, uh, and you can, uh, the great thing about investing, uh, for those of you that have never done it, is you can start with a very small amount of, on some of these platforms like Robinhood, you can start with with 100 bucks or 200 bucks. Uh, there is no minimum on Robinhood, uh, as far as I'm aware. Um, and there never has been. And that's one of the great things about some of these platforms is they allow the person who is not well-versed in trading to start to trade. They have, uh, for some stocks, they have um, what's called like uh, partial stocks, or, or I don't even know how um, what the official terminology is. But basically, you don't have to buy a full share of the stock. You can buy, quote unquote, a piece of the pie, like a small piece of the stock, like uh, a portion of the stock. and own several portions if you don't have the money to buy like a full share of the stock um, that that exists out there and i would say it makes sense to at least learn what it is because like i said everyone's 401k is tied to it so understanding what's happening is key and uh if you invest in the stock market generally you're most likely making money uh while you're not actually working so if with your own money that is and so highly recommend if you have money just sitting around to to put it to work and to invest in the stock market at the very least put it into a high yield uh savings instead of just putting it into your regular bank account and earning nothing it's always ways to earn money and um highly recommend though stock market as a avenue of being able to make money uh and to just be something to learn about to to be proactive especially like I said, your 401k is a key factor to key key factor in your life. And it's, it's largely based on the stock market. So uh, with that, I'm going to go into, uh, I don't have an interesting tidbit today. I'm just going to go uh, straight into my shout out of the day. And my shout out of the day is to Scott. Scott is, um, he's a great, he's a great person. And I, I know I say that about everyone, but that's because the people like I mentioned before, the people I shout out are, are going to be good people. Uh, I'm not going to shout out anyone bad. I'm, I'm just not, it's not worth my time. So, but Scott is a great person. Scott is, uh, he underestimates himself. He is, he is, um, he's definitely better than he thinks he is in, in that saying something, cause he's already, he's already pretty good as a person as it is. Um, and he's just nice. He's smart. Um, he knows what he's doing and, um, He's just he's uh, he's very knowledgeable. He, he's able to get along with most people. Um, yeah, I, I I have nothing but good things to say about Scott. Um, Scott also has a dog and a uh, recently a new homeowner. And he um, his one bad habit is smoking, um, which he has acknowledged. So I was like, okay, at least he acknowledges this and and he knows like, hey, he's not making an excuse. And so. Uh, yeah, Scott's Scott's an awesome person to get to know um, if you don't know him, and um, definitely good at what he does uh, at work. So, uh, thank you to Scott. And then today's um, interesting, uh, not interesting. Today's uh, today's positive thought of the day is uh, something that I saw on a car the other day. It is not spoiled, appreciated, and I. Was, thought that was very fitting is uh, a lot of times we don't sh- we we you know you give a gift some to someone and uh 
a lot of other people would be like, oh man, you're spoiled. But no, it's it's appreciating that person. Don't don't spoil. Don't think of it as spoiling them. You're appreciating who they are and what they've done for you. And uh, so I guess that's my positive thought of the day is appreciate those around you. Appreciate what they do. And uh, if you give them something that does not mean you are necessarily spoiling them, you are just appreciating who they are as a person, what they do for you, and the impact that they have on your life. So uh, that is my positive thought of the day. Not spoiled. Appreciated. I want to wish you all a happy Friday or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I will see you all on Saturday.